We have been called to reach this generation with the love and gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And now, Bishop Peter is obeying this higher call by preaching and teaching the word of God, both in Kenya and in many other nations of the world, supporting the weak and encouraging the brokenhearted. He and his wife Faith founded Overcoming Faith Church, which is involved in evangelism, church planting, leadership training, family enrichment programs and equipping the saints to serve. In their passion and love for the weak and neglected, they have established Happy Life Children's Home for Abandoned Babies, Happy Life Christian School and recently Jesse K. Children's Hospital. Thanks to the many friends and partners who have come along to make this happen. Glory and praise to our God. about faith our shield faith our shield the Bible says in uh, Psalm 28 and verse 7 the Lord is my strength and my shield my heart trusts in him and he helps me my heart lives for joy and with uh, my song I praise him well the psalmist here says the Lord is my strength and my shield my heart trust in him i don't know who you put your trust in but we need to come to the place and to the point where our heart our trust is only in god and nobody else because if you trust in anyone else you are likely to be disappointed and then he says when i put my trust in him he helps me Hallelujah. You need to know that when you trust in God, he will surely help you. Glory to God. My heart lives for joy. Now when you, when you trust in the Lord, then, then one of the results of trusting in God is that the Lord fills your heart with joy. Glory to God. You can be going through some of your difficult moments in life, but you still have the joy because you're not looking at the circumstances you are looking at the one who created even the circumstances the one who made all things you are looking unto him and that's why you need to trust in him amen that you can still have joy in the midst of the storm you can still have joy even when everything is going and coming against you you can still have joy even when the enemies have come against you can somebody say, I still have the joy. And then he says, and, my, and with my song, I praise him. Now, even if you're in trouble, it doesn't matter what is surrounding you. You know, a song, you know, and, and live alone the song where you are led by somebody else. There is a song that comes from your spirit. There is a song that comes from your heart. That is the song he's saying. And with my song, I praise him. Glory to God. Now, you need to walk with the God and you have the joy of the Lord. In the book of he, uh, James, the Bible says, He who has, uh, you know, who, who rejoices, let them sing a song. So, when you have the joy of the Lord, then you can sing a song. Hallelujah. You can still sing a song, no matter how bad things look like they are going. And I want us to look at the book of Hebrews 11, where we have the heroes of faith. The heroes of faith, our fathers, uh, the patriarchs, the, the heroes of faith, the ones who walked to the faith 
who walked by faith and trusted God and they did not give up on God. And one of the things that we need to know about faith or some of the truths about faith is that we need to know that uh, uh, when you walk by faith, there are instances when your faith will be tested. Your faith will be tested. And all the heroes of faith that we see in the book of Hebrews 11, their faith was tested and they passed the test. Hallelujah. Can somebody say, I will pass the test? That's the most important because everyone, each one of us, no matter which level you are in your faith, your faith will be tested. Will be tested. Whether you are a young believer, a strong believer, a weak believer, your faith will be tested. Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report or a good testimony. Now, the elders obtained a good testimony by faith because faith is the substance of things hopeful. Now, there's a connection between faith and hope. Hallelujah. There's a connection between faith and hope because when you have faith, there is something you're hoping for. You don't just have faith for nothing or in nothing. When you have faith, there is that which you are trusting. God will do this. You can put your finger on something and, and say, I, I, I know I have faith God will do this. So there is that which you are hoping for. So faith becomes the vehicle that it carries you to your hope or to your destiny and which you are trusting God for. The evidence of things not seen. Of course, Faith is evidence of things you cannot see. You cannot have faith over the things you are seeing. Faith is about what you cannot see. There are things you cannot see, but in the, in the world of faith, they become a reality. Glory to God. They become a reality. Our father of faith, Abraham, in Genesis 12, when God called him and said, go to the land I will show you. Now, and he changed his name and he said, from today because I have a covenant with you, your name is not Abraham, your name is Abraham, meaning you are the father of many nations. Now, after he was given the new name, he waited again for 25 years because the ways of God are not our ways. Do I have a witness here? The way God does things is not the way sometimes we expect him. You know, Abraham would have thought, well, I'm the father of faith from now next year, a time like this, I will be a father. But he had to wait for another 25 years for the promise to become a reality. Now, our faith, we, you know, it becomes effective or our shield of faith becomes effective when we know that we are holding on to faith because we have a promise. Because faith connects us to our promise. In the Bible, God has so many promises, thousands of promises that God has promised. There's a promise on your health. There's a promise on money, on finances, on breakthrough, on ministry, on raising children, on, on provision, on, you know, on, on long life. All these, there are promises, peace, joy. You know, all this, God has all these promises in the word of God. But we access them by faith. Glory to God. So we, it is a faith that carries us to the promise. 
and the elders of old obtained a good testimony. My prayer for you is that you will also be one of those people who will obtain a good testimony by faith. Amen. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of the things which are visible. So there were things that were not seen, but in the realm of faith they were seen. Because when you are walking by faith, you are able to see things that other people are not seeing. When you are walking by faith, you are able to comprehend, to understand things that other people do not understand. In other words, when you walk by faith, you will do things other people are not doing. When you walk by faith, you will have things that other people are not having. Because you have an advantage, you, you are in another realm. Because it's like you are standing on top of a mountain. You can see far, you can do more. Because your perspective is perspective of faith. Can somebody say, I'm walking by faith? Now, by faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testified of, uh, of, of his gifts, and uh, through, it, 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 uh, through it, he being dead, he still speaks. Now, the first one that is recorded right from Genesis is Abel, that he offered a more excellent sacrifice an offering unto God than his brother because his sacrifice his, his offering was, was done by faith because anything done outside faith is sinful and it cannot please God but Abel offered a sacrifice that was by faith and not just you know, to bring it to God. You know, there are many things we do, even in the name of the Lord, or just do it for God, and it's not by faith. Maybe it's religious, something religious. Maybe it's just something we, we want to do for people to see, but that does not please God. Anything we do for God, it must be by faith. Amen. Now, by faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. He pleased God. Why was Enoch taken away? He did not die. It was because he pleased God. Now, how do you please God? The Bible says, look at verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible. Again, it goes back to faith. The way to please God is to walk by faith. The way to please God is to, to live by faith. The way to please God is to trust God and to have that unwavering, unwavering faith that God will do it. It is either he will do it or he will do it. You are not like 50-50. He will do it or he might do it or he might not do it. No, God is not like man. When he promises something, he is faithful, and the Bible says, He who promised, He will do it. Can somebody say amen? amen? So, the way to please God again, like Enoch, who, who sought the Lord, who walked with the God, is by faith. For he who comes to God must believe that He is so. Now, again, He gives a bit of an explanation here. He says, Enoch pleased God. How did He please Him? By faith. And now, how did he do it? Now, we are told here, he who comes to God must believe that he is. 
and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So we see that uh, uh, what Enoch did was he pleased God because he sought the Lord with all his strength, seeking God. And, and that forms basis of my teaching tonight, that we need to come to the point where we are seeking God with all our strength, that we are giving God the best. The Bible says in you know, Matthew 6, 33, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. God will never take the second position. He is number one. And when you put God as number one in your life, things begin to change. You begin to lead a different life. Enoch was taken for this reason, that he walked with a God until he was no more because God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Let me tell you, my friend, tonight that God is a rewarder. God will reward them that seek him diligently. Not just seeking him for a day. Not just seeking him for a night or a two. Not just seeking him for a, you know, for a year or a two. We are not even told how many years that Enoch walked with God. But one thing we are told is that he pleased the Lord because he walked with God. I want to imagine it was a long period of time. I want to imagine he did not waver. I want to imagine he trusted God even when things were tough. Now, the reason they were told they are called heroes of faith, it is because they conquered many, many, many obstacles. They conquered many challenges to be called heroes of faith. Hallelujah. You cannot be a hero of faith and you have nowhere to show you. Now, the, the only way to show that you are strong, it is when you have a power or a force or some forces come against you and then you conquer them. That's how we can say how strong you are. You cannot be strong seated down. You cannot be strong just being there. You are strong because we can see and we have a testimony. She went through this and she came out strong. She went through some sickness and she came out strong. She was being beaten. She was rejected but she's still standing. Hallelujah. She went through a season of sickness, maybe even for a long time, and now she is standing. She went, you know, somebody went through, you know, they, they lost their job, and they are still trusting God, and they were able to come back and stand again. Their business came down, and they were able to stand and trust God, and now they were able to raise maybe other businesses. Their family, there were challenges in their family. Maybe they even, they were even they, somebody even went through divorce, or there was something, or even and death and bereavement. They lost this or the other, but they were able to stand. That's how you become a hero of faith. Heroes of faith are not being made when doing nothing and when nothing is happening. It is when there is forces and powers and angry things coming against him. Powers of darkness are coming against him. Pain and sicknesses and rejection and the poverty has come against him. And then you conquer and you overcome and you ride on the, on, the, on the wings of faith. And you conquer and overcome. That's how you are called a hero of faith. And I believe somebody here tonight, you are in that journey. You are in the process of becoming a hero of faith. Because you have conquered some things in your life. That's why you are still here. There are people who are not here. There are people maybe who used to be here five years ago, but they could not conquer anymore. 
They could not overcome any monks. Maybe they were defeated. But you know what? We still have somebody who is still standing. We still have somebody. There is still a woman of faith. There is still a man of faith who is saying, I have come through this. I overcame this. I conquered this. I thought I would never make it. But the Lord helped me. And I conquered that. And I overcame that. And even I'm ready for another one. I know another one is in the making. I know there is some more challenge that will come. I know there is some difficulties on the way. But I'm not giving up. For the Bible says we are not of those who look back and are destroyed. Hallelujah. Our faith should look ahead. Something good is about to happen. Glory to God. Apostle Paul says, I have fought the good fight of faith. Hallelujah. And he finally says, now there is a crown waiting for me. And not only for me, but all those who are in the same journey. And you know what? Paul has not received his crown yet. Until you and I are there, until we meet him, until we come all together, when Jesus returns and we are all received in the kingdom of God, that's the only time they will also receive the crown of faith. Hallelujah. That's why I want to be there. That's why I must be there. That's why I will keep fighting the good fight of faith. Can somebody say, I will fight Oh, the Bible says from the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violent and violent taken by false. Hallelujah. It's not bread and butter. You have to keep fighting. And let me tell you, somebody may be asking, how long am I going to fight? I have good news for you until he comes back or until you meet him. This fight will continue. Because why, why is the devil, somebody may ask, why is the devil fighting me so hard? I have the answer tonight. It's because you are not on his side. If you are on the side of the devil, because some of you look at some people who are out there, they, they live their lives, they don't even pray, they don't even go to church, they don't even worship the way we worship, they don't fast and pray like today we are fasting men. I mean, they, they don't, they don't. They are just there, their life is easy. They live, they live a easy life. You know, maybe they go to church two or three years, uh, you know, two or three times in a year. Maybe during Easter and Christmas or maybe there's a wedding. And they look like their lives are easy. I mean, they don't have these problems. They don't have, it's like the devil forgot they were there. Let me tell you, it's because the devil has no business with the people who are already in. If you're already in the box, the devil doesn't bother. Glory to God. If you go hunting or fishing, you, you don't go fishing in the box or in the net. If you already caught the fish, that's already, that's already eaten. You count that eaten. Glory. You begin to imagine how that will be eaten, how it will be fried, how it will be put in the pan. You, you, you don't care. You don't bother with what, what you already caught. So the devil is not bothered with the people that are already in the box. But the devil is bothered with somebody who is saying Jesus is Lord. He's bothered with somebody who is preaching the gospel. Now, it, is, it even gets worse when you start ministering and serving. Hallelujah. Sometimes the devil will not fight much the people who are just there, good members in the church. Come to church Sunday morning, sing three, four hymns, hear a good message and go home. Well, they lead an easy life sometimes. But the people who, who step now, who go even further and decide, I'm going to serve the Lord. And they come here crying and saying, I hear the voice of the Lord saying, I want to serve him. I want to serve the Lord. Oh yes, I'm joining this department. I'll go for mission. I'll preach. I'll, I'll, I'll intercede. I'll, I'll, I want to serve the Lord. 
Let me tell you, you enter into another realm of battle. Hallelujah. You enter into another place of battle when you decide, I'm going to serve the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, you even get, it's even get worse when we commission you. And he said, now, all those people, can you come here? Maybe we train you, whatever, commission you, pray for you, and release you to go ministry, to do ministry. Then it even gets worse. It even gets worse when we ordain you. And you begin to say, I'm an ordained minister. Let me tell you, even the devils know they ordained the ministers. They know. Hallelujah. They know of the ordained ministers. They know these people are not turning back. These people are serious. They want to destroy our kingdom. And the Bible says he knows that his time is short. So he's doing the best he can. He's working day and night. Hallelujah. If you are praying two, three minutes a day, the devil is working 24-7. You need to be ahead of the devil. You need to pray harder. You need to serve the Lord. You need to wait on God. You need to keep the word in front of you, the promises of God. We have to walk by faith. And let me tell you as I finish, especially in the days we are living in, it's going to get worse. There will be a lot of opposition. There will be persecution. There will be obstacles. The church has to be ready. We have to know, we have to be alert. We have to know the days we are living in. The church will be persecuted from every direction. That's why the Bible says when the son of man comes, will he find faith? That's the only thing he's looking for. Will he find people who are still holding on to faith? People who are saying, well, it's been tough, but we are still believing. We are still holding on to faith. We have, we decided not to give up. We decided not to quit. Hallelujah. I, I told somebody, when, when you go through something, difficult times as a child of God, the devil is not after all those things. It's not after your money, business, family. The, the, there's one thing that the devil is looking for, your faith. Will you deny him? Thank God for the heroes of faith. When Paul and Silas and others were put in prison, the Bible says at the middle of the night, they were praising God. They decided we are not giving up. Guys, you don't know how to deal with us. Put us in prison. In the middle of the night, we are praising God. The way to overcome the enemy is when he tries to bring trouble to you, continue praising God. No matter what comes your way. Continue to worship God. Continue to serve God. The devil will try to discourage you. He'll try to stop you from serving God. Hallelujah. They were put in prison. Today maybe some, some small challenges here and there. None of you have been to prison because of the gospel. You see? Then they were put in prison. They were beaten. They were frog marched. Hallelujah. Paul, one time he was you know, locked in a, in a city. They had to get him out through a basket. In a basket, he was put in a basket and through the widow. A whole man, grown-up man, put him in a basket. Umefika chini bado, sukuma chini mefika bado, eni mefika. And the Bible says he went to preach in the next city. We have to keep our faith alive. Can we have a generation today 
that will keep this faith alive. Can we have a generation of people who will say, God has a remnant. Yes, many have turned to idols. Many have turned to greed, corruption, love of money. Many have turned to immorality. But I believe God still is having a remnant. May God open our eyes like in the days of Elijah. When Elijah was saying, I'm the only one left. And God opened his eyes and he saw another 7,000. Hallelujah. Prophets of God. Who did not bow to Baal. To worship idols. Glory to God. May we be that generation that will refuse to quit. Glory to God. May we be the ones who will fight for our faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May we be the people that Paul writing to Timothy, he says, I'm reminded of the, first, of the faith that first lived in your grandmother. Lois and your mother Eunice and now is in you three generations of faith. We can't have a generation of faith if we are quitting so early. We are quitting on God. We are quitting serving God. We are quitting church. We are quitting prayer. We are quitting the word of God. We cannot. We cannot. May God help our faith tonight. One time the disciples came to Jesus and said help our unbelief. Lord I trust in you I want to be that lemnant in this generation I want to be that man that woman that will remain that will still worship God in the middle of all the adversaries today Father we worship you and I pray for the people that are gathered here that the hand of God will be upon them the favor of the Lord will be upon you I pray that the hand of God be upon you in the name of Jesus the Lord will watch over you. The Lord strengthen your faith. That your faith will become the shield. That you take up even to quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. The fiery darts of the enemy will come against you. They will come against your family. They will come against your business. Your health. They are fiery darts that are aiming you. The only way to conquer them is through faith. Is through faith. Is through faith. Is through faith. Father, we worship you and we give you praise. And all those who are watching or listening out there, receive your miracle too. If you are sick in your body, lay your hand, your right hand, whatever you have a problem, you have pain. And I agree with you right now. That wound, that pain, congestion, chest, problem, blood, bone, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, receive your healing. Receive your healing. Receive the, the breakthrough of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Peace in your family. In the name of Jesus, I pray that God will raise your business in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord, for all your blessings and your miracle. In Jesus' name we pray. And somebody shout, Amen. Receive it in Jesus' name. And those of you who have never given your life to Jesus, let's pray for everybody who, who is now desiring to give their lives to Jesus. Oh, the Lord loves you. You don't have to do anything. He did it all for you. You can give him your life now. Say with me, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I am a sinner. Forgive my sin. Write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. 
Amen. If you have prayed that simple prayer, you are born again. Call us, send us a message. Tell us what the Lord has done for you. Amen. Let's celebrate all the people coming to the kingdom. The Lord loves you. The Lord loves you. The Lord loves you. And we are praying for you. If you are near Thicker Road, opposite Garden City Mall, you see Blessed House. Come to Overcoming Faith Church, OFC. Faith that overcomes the world. Amen. And come and worship with us. First service at 8 o'clock and second service at 10. God bless you and have a great time. Amen. We believe that today's word has richly blessed you. If you have a prayer request, a testimony, or your wish is to simply receive Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you may call or write to us on 0726-303-934 or 0724-228-403. I repeat, 0726-303-934 or 0724-228-403. Feel free to visit our website on www.ofckenya.church our Facebook page at Overcoming Faith Church, OFC, and watch sermons on our YouTube channel, OFC Ministries. We invite you to join our live-changing services on Sunday's first service from 8 to 9.45 a.m. and second service from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. and on Wednesdays from 6 p.m. for our midweek services. We are located at Blessed House along Thicker Road right opposite Garden City Mall. And if that's too far for you, not to worry. You may also join one of our other branches near you, listed on our website. Welcome to Happy Life Children's Home, a rescue center for abandoned babies and one of our many transformative ministries here at OFC. You may visit Happy Life in Roisambo along Lumumba Drive next to Jessica Children's Hospital and Happy Life Christian School in Juja Farm. To support this great work, Please forward your contributions to Paybill number 880906 and account name Happy Life. That is Paybill number 880906, account name Happy Life. One of our other rapidly growing ministries is the Jessica Children's Hospital. Jessica extends subsidized pediatric services to the community of children around Nairobi and its environs. Find us in Roisambo along the Mumba Drive next to Happy Life Children's Home. We are here because we care. Jessica Children's Hospital, health for body, mind, and soul. For more information on Jessica and Happy Life, please call us on 0714-593-926. I repeat, 0714-593-926. Or visit our website on www. .happylifechildrenshome.com OFC Growing bigger and getting better